Jackie. Hey, Rosie. Hey, listeners. Welcome to M-I-N-S. Oh. We haven't harmonized it. Uh. It wasn't even really that good, but we haven't done that one in a while. We got the hold down. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of hit like a cool spot. We went to do karaoke the other day, which was really fun. <gasps> Turns out it was also a whorehouse. Didn't know. Didn't know there were so many know. prostitutes. The, okay. But we found it out in like weird increments because someone went to the bathroom and was like, why do they say you can get toothbrushes at the front desk? And they had toothpaste yeah. in the bathroom. And then there were some very, you know, scantily dressed women. But, but I we, didn't think anything dress. of it. I thought. We said yeah. cool dress. Yeah. I said, well, she's going out on a night on Good town. Her. Yeah. It was like 2 a.m. when we saw this gal. And she didn't seem like she was doing karaoke. Not having a good time. No. But I said, but who cares? What I'm confused about is like, are people like, where are they doing? Are they doing it in the room? Right. Because really, that's rude because we're sitting here singing yeah. and putting our mouths on the mics and stuff. Yeah. I mean, know? I doubt they're using the mics, but. Right. <laughs> well, they have guards. They did have guards. They have I mean, guards. That makes sense just sanitary. Does it? But, Especially yeah. if it's a brothel. But I'm just wondering, were they, where were they doing sex? The biz. The biz. I mean, I don't know. It's because it's a room, but I feel like it's probably cheaper to go to a hotel, no? I don't know, but also strange because they were like, oh, we don't have any room. And then we all showed up and they were like, you know what? Here's yeah, a room do. for you. And I was thinking if I worked there, I would be so glad that a group of normal like people walked in. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, great. Let's please. Because I've been dealing with like prostitutes and old creepy people yeah, all day. I didn't realize that at the get go. We realized that. Like, right. Today. But I thought about it after. I thought yeah. about it afterwards. Just, maybe that's why she was like, well, we might have a couple of prostitutes in there. But oh, actually, they just finished they just finished it's their so job weird. or we can we can just put these prostitutes in the room with the other prostitutes Ew. and and make more money and have these these nice kids in there you know oh, man I I know. It's, it's both sad and weird and you know what though we had a really good time we, we had a realize, great night rosie's got some serious pipes thank you you really gotta i mean you gotta showcase that i on will the cast somehow i will I'll some give, point I'll, give a, I'll do a recital one one episode <laughs> i'll just do a recital okay i'll sing whatever you want and hey Thanks for listening, you guys. And and if you want me to sing, just request on our Instagram. Just request. Give you us know? a like, subscribe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this one. Am, am I yeah. an asshole for indulging in me time? Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out. I'll indulge in me time by singing songs for you guys at one point. Oh, also listen up to the end of the episode to get our therapist Jen's analysis on the topic. That's Bye. Bye. <laughs>
So we know each other from back when I lived in Bellingham, Washington, mm -hmm. back in the States. Uh, back in the States. <laughs> when she lived in the, the States. States. She's currently she coming in from Indonesia. Indonesia. <laughs> you know, it was a very exotic time in my life mm -hmm. when I met her. Yep. And um, <laughs> I was in college at Western and Western Rosie Washington was performing. University. University. I'm sorry. I have to be very specific. Yeah. Western Washington University, right. where I was like getting my degree in pretend. <laughs> I Wait, which pretend? Is that theater? theater? Okay. Yes, that is theater. Okay. There was like advanced crying and intro to crying. And all that. Oh my God, amazing. <laughs> and I was taking, I was in the improv group on campus and there was an improv theater in the city called the Upfront Theater, mm -hmm. uh, where uh, I met Miss Rosie mm -hmm. in the ensemble. Like I would come and perform sometimes, and then like I was still in school, but on the ensemble at the same time, and it was really fun. Like yeah. that was a time where it was very uh, backwood. It felt just like rock and roll in a way. It was. No, I, I was you on know? the main stage at the time, but I was like Ooh. so excited when Uncle you Brad. came in because I was like, this is like a strong female, like she's so funny and so confident and like it just was like so good to have you. you. Like, I was finally, intimidated by you. I'm not the only talent Thank you so and much. gem up here. <laughs> That's how I felt. Like, uh, That's how I felt. Finally, we can turn the world up side. No, yeah. exactly. No, the real story is that we had a rivalry because you know uh -oh. it was like two strong like, women no she was way better than me she's way better than me. she came in it was like first so initials good. yeah yeah oh yeah we do that's that's something that's something <laughs> that's we big that's no big. i like i mean like i had just been taking classes and you know like I be our team on campus was basically like a frat and then it was like a very big deal to perform at the upfront theater because like you know ryan styles is it's elite you know like <laughs> yeah. there's only like eight people uh -huh. who like perform there and it's you know it's a big deal if the big guy comes through mm -hmm. and <laughs> you know and it was cool but then it felt like comfortable and like not like overdone you know like mm -hmm. once we started to really get to know each other that's when we're having the most fun yeah. we're doing like more like super playful open game that was so yeah cool and just like walking around bellingham being idiots yeah. eating dumplings in oh. the street these oh. russian you... dumplings were everything oh there was cho two choices meat and potato and that's they, it and yeah and then they got really stingy in the end there when I, before i left because they would they mm -hmm. made you pay extra for the sour cream this sour cream you could turn over they give you a little like tub of it you could turn mm -hmm. it over that shit would not come out it was like thick like sour cream thick, like for thick, real thick, thick. sour cream i mean you guys can't see this but rosie's eyes crossed <laughs> when she was talking about it yeah that's how much it is because wow. we would hang out at the grand mm -hmm. oh my oh, god gotcha. that bar, and then just be like sitting on the streets eating dumplings just drunk yeah. it's, it was a great time of my life it was a great time it, yeah uh, and then you i moved to new york and you moved to chicago Mm -hmm. okay. I it came out here. I've been in Chicago like five years now. Great. Um, and it feels like, you know, like grad school in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it took my time out here and it's been really fun. You know, I started taking classes at IO and I was living with a group of improvisers from back in uh, Tacoma, uh, not Tacoma, <laughs> Bellingham. <laughs> back in Bellingham. The States. Yep. The States. Mm -hmm. the yep. States. Get with it. Uh, and. <laughs> And we were all taking classes together, you know, living in Wrigleyville. I lived in a house so with cool. like four dudes. So you can imagine how that may affect a young woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, like we had a good time, but also I was like, I'm uncomfortable, but I have to, I signed a lease. I like can't leave. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
you had to stay. So uh, through that, like taking uh, classes and joining like independent teams. And it's like in Chicago, there's so many places where you can perform all the time. And that's really cool. There's a lot of opportunity. And for me right now, like be- I think because I did so much so in such a small amount of time, I've been like taking a break in mm. my own mind of like finding the balance between performance fun and just like leisure time that yeah. is indulging in me you know, to yeah. be on top a little bit. Thank you so much for bringing it around. Thank you. Right back. Um, <laughs> you know, bringing it right around. I just want to brag about you really quick, though. So you Please. were on the Second City main stage. and Yes, and I was. touring. Like, that's so fucking awesome. That's like every mm-hmm. improviser's dream. That's is- so cool. I, like, got – I did this um, Bob Curry fellowship that got me into Second City's, like – it was just, like, a master class. You know, yeah. they wanted people to learn how they did it. So – I think along with me having lots of like previous improv training, just performing all the time in college and then performing all the time with the upfront and all that other stuff, I was like very prepared. Mm-hmm. I got into the program and then I, I like got fast tracked through a lot of stuff. I was understudying the touring company, the main stage, and they scooped me up for a theatrical and then I got the stages and then I was like performing eight shows a week for like eight or nine months at a time dude that's insane wow it is insane my knees hurt dude it's like i didn't realize how like big of a performer i was until i did that and being like yo my knees i've rolled my ankle several times Uh, like during a show oh sure i've like taped it up and been like shit we got to do act two i guess so you're an athlete Oh, we're all drinking oh, red wine. Cheers. 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 Oh, cheers. And also, um, I just wanted to say, my knees hurt for another reason. <laughs> well, what? So cool. Oh, my God. Roses and thorns, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> okay, so one thing I want to pick up, because you guys just brushed over the fact that you worked with Ryan Stiles, oh. which I know it, to you guys is not a big deal, but like... Uh, especially to work with him at a young age like that. Like, I feel like we had celebrities come out of our stupid university, but it was like those like D-list celebrities that like, well, actually Alan Ball. Every celebrity is a celebrity. They sure are. Alan Ball is a very good writer. Who? Uh, Alan, he was a American beauty and um, six feet under. Anyway, so we did have some people, but, but to work with Ryan Styles is really cool, especially as a comedian. Yeah. That's my point. So you guys. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, I, I watched Who's Line as a kid. Yes, like me when too. I saw him, I like freaked, you know, you're like yeah. walking around town getting ice cream and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. That's Ryan Styles. Yeah. That's so cool. And he was very chill. I mean, oh, I think so cool. he really liked just being like in a place where there are not a lot of people. He does, you know, get recognized, but then he can like go off. And be by himself, which is I he respect. He also got an opportunity to to do long form because he like you know mm-hmm. in whose line he's doing a lot of short, short form games. gamey stuff, which is like yeah. he's been doing that for like a long time. So this the, he opened the theater basically for to give other people an opportunity to do that, and then he would hop on like Thursdays and like definitely mm-hmm. he, I don't think he was trying to like showboat or anything, but it gave him an opportunity to kind of play with some new improvisers and get some like oh my god yeah, yeah. I bet people of the of the fans of the cast don't know that about you, Rosie. So oh. I just want to plug that. And oh, then thanks. that could segue into our, I mean, something that we all have in common is that we, I think kind of were in the grind for a while, a comedy grind. And I feel like you don't have, you don't have a lot of time to chill or relax or have no. me time. Uh, no. Like learning what you need to function yeah. instead of just like 
I just need the bare minimum to like go as opposed to like storing up all that energy, well, I think is a hard thing to learn about yourself. And like, mm-hmm. what do you think about, cause people will always say like, cause we, Jackie and I both lived in New York and it would just kind of be like this thing where you were like, well, this is what you fucking do. You put your head down, you like stay up until 2am and then you go home, you sleep for like two seconds and you like, you hustle your fucking ass off. And if you're not doing like five shows a week, then you've not done enough. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I mean, I left because I got tired of that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Like, that is the attitude you have. If you aren't working, what are you doing? I felt, and I felt always when I was in between a project, that time felt like an eternity. You know, if you aren't, if you aren't doing something, are you really doing something? I also like, uh, like you said earlier, like being an athlete, it's like, if you don't get your uniform dirty, did you even really play in the game? Yeah, absolutely. What is that necessarily? How does that apply? to this like performer entertainer atmosphere like if you're not on a stage every week or if you're not constantly going on auditions are you validated or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean is it quality over quantity and that's different for every single person is it just like I got my big break and now you know I I done did the thing now I just have a cool place to stay and as long as I have a roof over my head I'm cool but the drive is different person but do you feel like now that you can sort of and then we'll get into why you think you're an asshole but do you think that you feel like you can take time for yourself now that you've reached a point where you did work your ass off like you said you were your knees hurt and you were like working eight days a week Beatles song Mm -hmm. um and then you like now you now you've earned the time because you worked your ass off yeah I do feel like I've earned the time now and I just feel like I've been a grown-up for like forever Mm -hmm. and now when me taking time for myself at first I would be like ashamed like this is kind of childish things I'm doing wearing cartoon t-shirts and (laughs) you know playing video games and just indulging in like childlike things but like I love escapism I like yeah because being in my own thoughts for too long is just like overwhelming yeah and if you're not putting that into action which I translate that through performance like when I'm on stage I'm like oh I can expel all this energy and it feels great and then you're like oh I've been on for like two days I need to like charge myself like he's like plugging in a phone yeah mm-hmm. when did you when did you realize that you needed to start giving yourself that like the permission to take time <sighs> oh when I was working at this brunch place called tweet in Andersonville I was waitress I was hostessing while I was taking classes and we're just on our feet constantly. This woman Ugh. that I worked with, Michelle, was just like, you know, <laughs> she said uh, vacant yet pleasant was her like attitude to like <laughs> walk around and like interact with people. But she was like all about business. So you had to like be on it at all times. So we're constantly moving around. And then I got to know these other women who are working there. And they're like, yo, we're all going to go get foot massages after work let's do this and it like changed my mind Mm -hmm. I've gotten like a pedicure before but like the intention of just like just your feet or a full-on massage yeah it was just like oh I feel light years better oh Oh, I can't and then like when you feel light years better and then you're in an environment that doesn't feel as comfortable like like oh I need to make my like home match the attitude that I have right now because that's supposed to be a place for me to recharge Right. And like, it shouldn't just be like this, like one off thing every, you know, whenever someone suggests getting a foot massage, like you should have. Yeah. Yeah. But I always feel like, okay, so I feel like an asshole for taking me time because it makes me feel selfish. Why do you Mm -hmm. feel like an asshole? 
I think it makes me feel vain and like vanity is a weird feeling that I have. Like Mm -hmm. knowing that it's okay to take time for yourself because it makes you feel better and not just because you're trying to like put on face for other people. Mm -hmm. It's being self-serving instead of selfishness is like finding the difference between those two things was very important to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good. Yeah. So you you don't have to be selfish to that doesn't mean you're not if you're selfish. That's one thing. If you're taking care of yourself, that's another thing. Yeah. I just eloquently mm-hmm. put that. That was wow. <laughs> yeah. Just rolled off my tongue <laughs> so sure. easily. You got I don't know it, if you girl. guys noticed, but um, maybe you haven't taken enough time for yourself. I probably not. No, but yeah, I cleaned like, all day. But it, for me though, it feels like it's hard to find what the difference is between those because I feel like even if it's your like self care, it still feels like you're taking time for yourself. I don't know. Like what else could I be doing with that time? It's so hard but to I- it's like knowing your own schedule. Like, yeah. you know, like the week before your period and you're like, oh my God, I'm about to blow. Yeah, I have yeah. to wash every stitch of clothing. I try to make sure like my place is as clean as possible so that like the aftermath is coming. But like the day before, when you <laughs> just feel like icky and gross and you're like, you know, it's about to hit, but you're just trying to make yourself just feel comfortable for what you know is already going to be just like terrible you yeah. know and it's like, out of your control so you try to control what you can <laughs> yeah yeah also exactly. speaking of period time i feel like sometimes i should lock myself away yeah Week I, before my period i should lock myself away truly I'm i not mean sometimes human. you have to like shut it all the way down and that's perfectly fine like hibernation mm-hmm. is very <laughs> important yeah yeah but you're right about just fucking knowing yourself and being like oh i'm overworked right now i here's here's my thing i i feel like an asshole if i now I feel like an asshole if I don't take me time yeah. because I turn into an asshole when I don't take enough me time. Mm-hmm. But I used to feel weak. I used to feel like, oh. why do I, why do I need this? Like I should be able to go, go, go. And any extra time I have, I should be putting toward something else. And like, I particularly when, you know, you work a lot, like you were talking about, you know, being on your feet and and Mm -hmm. in a restaurant, like in in New York, I was working, you know, crazy hours on a restaurant and then I'd go and be on my feet again in class or like for a show or whatever, just working myself into the ground. And as, as soon as I started realizing like I needed those recharge times and, and I started taking them, I realized like maybe I'm not weak. Maybe I just need a break. Yeah. But sometimes you look at other people mm-hmm. like that. That was my fault. I would look at other people and be like, why can they just bounce keep, like an That's energizer bunny? Like and we, we talked to our friend Josh mm-hmm. Gondelman and like he his episode was for being a workaholic. But I'm like, it, but you're a workaholic, but it worked for you. Like you're now writing for John Oliver. Like, yeah, I, which is why, like, I feel like sometimes when I take me time, I just don't want to allow that time to 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 take a break because I'm like I should be doing something else which is I think a shitty way to take the me time is like not using it to the fullest extent like not mm-hmm. actually like taking the time because then you're thinking well I should be doing something else so you're actually you're not taking a break if you do that yeah you're right yeah but yeah then you're yeah it's you might as well not even have taken the break but like you feel kind of lazy for doing it or yes something. yeah yeah like okay. unproductive. But you shouldn't feel lazy for indulging in yourself right. because we are, we're animals. We, we're machines that need to like recharge and go. And like in, you have family members who's like have work constantly. You're on their feet all day long. And like, 
I've seen people very young have to get like double hip replacement, you know, yeah, like shit, yeah. that works your body and you're not, and people are living longer, you know, we're taking care of ourselves and you've got to be able to last for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's good to like have that like work ethic because it gives you discipline along the way when you know what you will say yes and you know what you will say no to exactly. because you've endured. You're like, I know how much my time is worth. Mm-hmm. So the time and it takes for me to get to me at it, like 10 performance, I need all of that. Yeah. Like if you really want like top grade, whatever, I have to, I have to have time. Right. What I I want to know what are your like treat yourself yeah things that you do Ooh, there is this place in the burb <laughs> of Chicago called King Spa. Oh. It is this Korean spa that my oh. friend Christine took me to. She worked at the restaurant back in the day together. Shout out! She um, <laughs> runs a place called Smack Dab in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they right. have a lovely Southern flair and biscuits and whatnot. Shout out to the gluten free folks; they can eat there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Um, cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, just check them out. I do. Yeah, Jackie's uh, great. Yeah, yeah. So come on down. Okay, I'll fly uh, out. <laughs> Worth it. But <laughs> she took me to King Spa like after one of these long shifts and. We they like separate the men and the women, and you go to like the wet area that's the spa. They have the hot tubs and the cool tubs, and like these ladies that will like give you these in- intense massages that like the dead skin cells come off. They rub this oil all up and through you, and oh. just like whip your face and give you these like cucumber masks. It's amazing. But when we walked in, she's like, "All right, so this place is completely like nude. So go ahead and get." naked and i was like excuse oh my god i cannot (laughs) expose myself what are you talking about she's like i told you that it is a nude spa like no no robes no robes girl it was just like i've heard about these we have them here we have them here but i feel like there's always like a robe option but people are just like Mm -mm. don't care oh wow oh but But then i saw this older woman who was just like letting it all hang out (laughs) i was like well damn if she can do it well hell yep and so it's just, like, nice to, like, it's, like, a recharge sort of place. And then you, like, put on this little suit, and you go out to the dry area, and they have, like... Like a tuxedo? Yeah. <laughs> they give you, like, little shorts and, oh. like, a top. It's, like, pink for with the ladies and then gray for the men. Okay. It's whatever. Cute. They're cute little suits. And they have these, like, steam rooms where you sit in this salt oh area and just or like a really icy cold place and there's like korean television on and there's free (laughs) wi-fi and you can take a nap and there's like a place where you can take a you watch a movie you can play checkers you can just it's amazing they have a food court it's amazing yeah just walk around with sheet masks they have a food court court in the I yes. see. There's one here that has a food court yes. too. Wow, we got 24 hours. Uh, hearing you, it's I want to go right now. I want to leave yeah. from here and go be naked. I'm due Stop. for another visit, man. Yeah. Oh, come. <laughs> I'm I, just I try to get you to come over here. Um. So, yeah, they have one. They have some here too, and I, I. They're not that expensive, right? Like it's only like 25 bucks for like the day, right? Yeah, and then if you want to get like the extra features, that cost. Yeah. But you can always like, mm. there's always a coupon floating around, girl. Yeah, <laughs> and no, that shit is worth Google it. it. Google that, it. Those those <laughs> dollars, or I have started to get, I have started to get massages, and I, feel, oh, nice. you know what? Maybe I do kind of still feel like an asshole for doing it because yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting a massage. I just feel yeah, so privileged like and shitty. But Mm-mm. I, my whole 
fucking neck and upper back because I write all day and I'm hunched over and I have, you know, we all have stressful days at at work Mm -hmm. or whatever we're doing. And after I get that, I literally look at that woman. I have, I mean, we live, I live in little Armenia and like near Thai town too. So we, I, we have like the most, we have the, just the best massages. Honestly, this, this area has amazing massages. But anyway, um, I look at the woman and I want to like hug her. Yeah. Like I kind of yeah, maybe man. a kiss or two, but cause she cures. She I mean, you gotta me. ask, you, you gotta ask just go around just kissing. kissing. You yeah, can write her. Uh, you sure? I actually write her a note. Is that why I'm banned from the? That's my favorite place. Know, a, like a cool sticker on the inside. That's a, you know something. Something. Some pun about a massage, like you know. Well, you got I mean, she's the one touching me. You know. Come on. No. She's getting in there. Do it a class. No. There's a class here. All right. It was a really to... yeah desperate. But I've I seem desperate. Yeah. All right. I think so. But maybe if you figure yeah. out how to ask nicely, say I, I just really appreciate your services. It's okay if I give you a little kiss. Okay. <laughs> figure well, out how to say it and and go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. But I, and yeah, then you, you give her a, a bag of Hershey's Kisses, and that's way better and appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. What about At a point. bag and a kiss? No. Nah. No. 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 Well, I do want to give her. I do want to give her a hug in all earnesty. I just I tell her I'm like thank you. Give her a squeeze so much. Because she but made me give she, her time. <laughs> Let her telegraph the hug before you squeeze her, so she knows it's coming. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think you got and it. And then ask her to dinner. Yeah, consent yeah. is very important. Okay, okay. Yeah, but regardless, she's here it, now. She's here. <laughs> Jackie kidnapped her. She's, yeah. Yikes! But you guys, I, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah this fair. Is a Understood. Understood. Why? <laughs> um, but but anyway, she every time I get one, it recharges me. It really does. Yeah. For for mm-hmm. like, I only do maybe maybe once a month or once every other month. But I feel like a whole new woman. Yeah, I I think that not everybody knows that you can do that. I feel like that's why I feel bad too. Because, but maybe we should all just be, you know, spreading the gospel of massage. But you know, it's not, and the same like feeling you get, like almost equivalent of like if you're having a bad day and you go buy a new pair of jeans that you know fit super well, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I feel amazing, and then the next day you put on the same pair of jeans and you feel terrible. Yeah, because it's like you know this material thing that may do the trick if you're in the right mindset, but. How do you get in the right mindset? You know, it's like your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole thing. Yeah. yeah and I, I feel like when you're a busy person, you the first thing that you let go is yourself. Like you're like, I have to I have to make time to do this. I gotta yeah. make time to do this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Oh, my my body, my physical, like, you know, my mental and physical health, that'll that can wait. Yeah. I and- mean, after shows on the main stage, like shows on Saturdays you get over at like two o'clock in the morning and then you go home at like three and there's nothing open and you're too tired to to eat like make something healthy so it's like all right I'm gonna order pizza again right or I'm gonna order Thai food again Mm -hmm. and then you know like you sleep till like 11 o'clock because you're just exhausted and then you're like storing up energy to like do the show and then like repeat the whole thing because you know if you do the same you know scenes you're like you can do this like with your eyes closed right. because you've done it a million over oh, so 200. It's, it's not improv? Not all of it. Not the oh. whole show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There are sketches and improvised scenes depending on the structure. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, and when we were talking about the money thing, I feel like once I decided that 
money was kind of important I also felt like I was indulging in that because I I got a raise and I was like I mean I was talking to our friend Dan the other day and I was just like I I never thought I'd be this person but I am so much happier that I make a significant amount more money and like that makes me feel like shit but I feel like like you were saying like now I could pay for some more things that I wanted like I could get involved in like classes again or like go to workshops or whatever like when you're struggling and you don't have that like it's hard to well, move forward. Yeah. And again, I, I'm sorry. I, I personally, this is my own opinion. I feel like our culture makes us work, work, work and work. And I don't know if we really get compensated in the way that we should. And I know I sound like a, an, a complaining millennial, but I do feel that way. And I, I also think specifically creatively, I yeah. think that they, you know, people don't pay creatives and like, we need this, this culture. We need arts and theater and mm. things like that. And so you know, we need money. Like you need money as an American. You fucking mm-hmm. need money. You need money to fix your fucking health, your yeah. knee, your back, your what stomach, butt problems, whatever it is. Okay. And like, it's a reality. And so I just feel like it's, you, you can't beat yourself up because you need that money to live. Yeah. And then you do need a little bit of extra money to yeah. just do shit like. And the problem is that there are people who don't know that. Like yeah. they learn that late in the game. Like I've had a job since I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Like I've had to earn my own money to do the things that I want to do. And when, you know, when you're mm-hmm. a kid, it's different because you don't know, ex- you know, how much money it takes to do anything. Exactly. But my dad would always say like the things that you need, I will get for you. But the things that you want, you'll have to do that on your own. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, need necessity versus desire at mm-hmm. this point of like, when I first moved to the city, I knew I was on an air mattress for like a long time because I was like, okay, I need to get a bed. I need to get a pot. I need to get a pan, like just the bare minimum because all my money was going towards this rent. Like when I first moved to Chicago, I lived in in a studio apartment all by myself that wasn't immediately ready when I got here. And I had to stay with friends for like two weeks while I got ready. And this place was so trash yes it was in like uh uh like uh it was like a, i was on the sixth floor of this walk up uh-huh. and it literally just had a bathroom a diet like living room to bedroom and a small ass kitchen like super teeny tiny and i was like so terrified to be there and shortly <laughs> yeah, before to I, be there <laughs> like you know to exist also, in the space <laughs> It was just bad. What do you think? Like, here's something that I have a hard time grappling with is like, what are my needs versus what are my wants? Yeah. Like, what do I need to do versus like, it's just that I want to do it. And then I kind of convince myself that I need it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, how do you kind of differentiate? Like, no, yeah, maybe some people would think going to a spa or going to do that. You were talking about playing video games. Like, some yeah. people say, I mean, you know, some people say, games. oh, that's what you want to do. But it's like, no, I fucking need, oh, yeah. you know, like, an hour. Video games, too. You're like, is that avoiding? Mm-hmm. Like, am I? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that. It's like playing. Oh, I have lots of board games. You know, I watch yes. binge watch television. Binge watch. Yeah. Smoke yeah. a bowl if that's necessary. Like yeah. after work. It's like it's like having a beer after work. You know, some people are like, yo, I've had a day. Yeah. I just need to like calm down. I've been on for so many hours and, you know, sometimes after the show, man, you go up on the roof, burn one down and you're just good to go. I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, I feel great. Mm-hmm. Like there's, 
There's yeah. nothing better, you know? Yeah. yeah. You have to find like what, and that's like finding the difference between like calling it a vice. I think because yeah. vice has such a like a nasty negative, uh, so, yeah, connotation, connotation to it. Yeah. To it. It's like what? It, what's the opposite of a vice, or what's like the like cute way to say? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I have to go home and like smoke a bowl because like I'm overwhelmed by the world. Yeah. Right now, excuse me. But I always appreciate the people that do take time for themselves, and it took me a very long time. And Jackie knows this that like for me to actually like you told me that you gave me like permission, which was so sweet of you, and I shouldn't have to have that happen. But you were like, just so you know, if I ever invite you someplace and you don't want to go because you've scheduled like rosy time. That's okay. Cause I always felt bad. Like I was missing out or disappointing my friends, but like when you're with your friends, even regardless of whether it's like, you know, for uh, comedy or, you know, whatever, just being with your friends, mm-hmm. it's exhausting sometimes too. And like, even yeah. though it can also be a release it for me, it's like, yeah, but we're like having fun and you're being, you're, you, maybe you're drinking, you're staying out, you're doing whatever. Like you're on you're a on. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And you're, and like that, but I would, I always would rather choose that than being alone. But I only recently did I realize that sometimes I need to just like close the curtains. Like, just like, yeah. I mean, like you have to go on airplane, airplane mode, you You know, that's seriously just like, Hey man, I cannot be bothered today. Like after five, you know, business hours are over. Well, yeah. I mean, I started doing like, I started doing yoga every day after work and like, it was actually changed my life because I was like, you know what? There might be something that happens right after work, but I have to say I can't make it because of, I have to go do yoga Mm -hmm. first. I will meet you literally an hour later and it's- And conditioning yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be better. Like I, I mean, I have a gym membership every, I pay it every month. I'm trying to go (laughs) at least three times a week, but you know, sometimes a girl just doesn't want to. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. I like Google Michelle Obama arms. (laughs) Like, okay, cool. (laughs) That's like the goal. And I want to have like Big girl, flat stomach. Like, I don't need to be skinny, but I just sure. want to be flush, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, and we want, and if we have any extra, we want it in the right places. Yeah. We, we had an episode last week. And I do. Know. I mean, I've been carrying around them things for a while, mm. and they're I, just going to be with me. I mean, I did notice you have you have good boobs. I mean, I just, I'm sorry. Yeah, but thank good. you. You know. But, okay, do we feel like sometimes certain... Um, is, is there anything, I don't know, I want to ask Jen, but is there anything, do we feel like with gender, like that, and oh. I'm not trying to pull at this if it's not yeah. existent, yeah. but like, do we sometimes feel like maybe biologically or the way we're socialized as women, we feel guilty for taking time for ourselves. I feel like I remember my mom and dad, like when I was growing up, my dad would like have no qualms with like watching a three and a half hour, you know, football game or doing this or that. And my mom mm-hmm. was running around in circles just like taking so-and-so to soccer practice and so-and-so doing that and like is you know do we think anything's ingrained or is that kind of all bullshit like what do you guys I think if, I, I mean don't... if you're always trying to compare your life to your parents lives it's, it's 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 very difficult because yes they made the decision to have children and put together this unit, this family, and what it takes. Mm-hmm. Or when you realize it's your parents are humans too, like, oh, man, that's what they needed to, like, get balance as well. They just had, you know, a bunch of kids there too. Can you imagine your life right now if you had to take care of that many people? Yeah. How much time would you have actually for yourself mm-hmm. now that you know it takes this much time for me to feel good? Accepting another person into your life to take away some of that time? But, and put that 
being to you is like a very hard decision. It right? is. And- but are you thinking that like your mom took on more of the responsibilities than your dad? I I don't want to say Could that. Could have been a different time too. unfair. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it was a different time. You know, my mom was in that uh, generational gap where women were now working, mm-hmm. but they also had all the domestic responsibilities. So... I mean, my parents both had jobs and my mom had her own business and it was like, you know, a balance. There are obviously moms do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. They take on a whole lot, but like dads do a lot too. Mm. I, and I was unfortunate enough that I had both of my parents who were working towards a common goal for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are things that, you know, people take on that lean on one gender or the other. But I mean... Yeah, it was just different times. I mean, we make different decisions than our parents. Yeah, yeah. Just take on that because I would just automatically be like, "Yeah, women, women are are not going to take time for themselves because we're selfless, and men, they they're just that's okay. Yeah. They can just watch the ball game." And it's well, fine. well, sometimes I just wonder if, like, if you like, because I kind of I think about the women I know in my in my life, not not just my parents, but like they have a kid and they it's like you have to breastfeed, like you have to do certain things. That's if you have children. But like you you do kind of I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there is an innate maybe it's maybe it's in me. Maybe I'm projecting, yeah. but I kind of feel like I want to I mean, make my make- mom has five sisters and they all have children and they all have their own distinct personalities and that was built through their own experience doing things that they want to do that shape them to be that person and i think like uh it was like a sense of humility in realizing of of that everybody has gone through struggle like i'm not the first person that this has happened to and i think that helps me get motivation to get through my like times where i feel bad for indulging in myself or taking time because it makes me feel like it makes me feel bad, but it's like other pe- women have endured so much more than th- what I'm dealing with right now. Yeah. You can say that like, mm-hmm. I can overcome this. This is like a blip in the universe or of what I will be doing for the rest of my life. This is just like a moment in time. But on that same vein, don't you sometimes feel bad that you can take time because they have like whatever they've like done for us, all the women in the past have like given mm-hmm. us. And so then now we get to be like, I'm going to take a quick break. But like- I think Harriet Tubman wanted me to chill. Like I, <laughs> exactly right. I think that she would like be she fought like, for that. Yeah. She, I mean, like, I think Oprah knows, like, you know, mm. like sometimes it's all right that some women can be okay. If like you're, yeah. if you're working towards just being all right, there should be nothing wrong with you trying to just be. Yeah. Like, yeah. What did they work for? If we're not going to take advantage of this, not, exactly. not, not take advantage of, but like, it, what they've worked for so that we can. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what like the advancement of technology, like it's all towards a common goal. I know that like every new upgrade on our phones makes us feel like, yes, the government is watching us. They're selling. (laughs) Yeah. I just given up. It's like, um, like duh, like all of this is, we knew it was coming, but every step forward is a step forward. I mean, we can't, we are able to record this podcast right now because of technology. Through freaking technology. Look how crazy this is. Can you imagine what this would have taken to do like 30 years ago Mm -hmm. if y'all were doing like ham radio? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, you made a good point. From someone's basement, you'd be like, this is creepy. I wish we were. (laughs) You know that Oprah (laughs) takes time for herself. Like, I'm I'm just thinking about this. Like, that she fought for like, 
like it. You know she does. Oh, like when I feel horrible, I watch Oprah's Legends Ball on YouTube. The episode is the best. She brought all of these wonderful, talented, beautiful black women together to just be like, you guys are the fucking best and I love you. And it was amazing. Like you yes. weep every time you watch it. And they like the, when they have this impromptu gospel brunch and you just like fill with the spirit. When I go to the gym and I'm on the elliptical, I just watch gospel <laughs> videos. I just like to listen to people <laughs> sing and just blow the house down. I'm like, yes, I can do this. Also, oh, I mean, it, should be, it should be, it should be said that Rashawn has a amazing voice. She is also a vocalist oh my god Thank you. amazing voice amazing body she's, funny she's, okay yeah, whatever i know she I sucks keep, she's beautiful whatever yeah all right. come on you guys she's, she's, out. Everyone. She knows how to, like, she's taking her herself. me time yeah she's taking that's her me time she, you can tell she's taking her me time that's <laughs> no i'm serious that's right P- women that take their me time are fucking glowing yes <laughs> seriously I, mean, I did i have adapted like a 10-step korean uh skin routine yeah. so it was, I am going, and I take my vitamins, yeah, and I mind my business, and I'm, you know, yeah, and you don't drink get, lots of water. You don't. You drink lots of water, and you don't seem to get hung up on the small stuff. It's like, well, you know what? I try it not is. To. It is how it fucking is. I just and we just so. And I don't mean to be contrarian, but what is this podcast if we're not being contrarian? Sometimes, um, what a, do you think you would have been able to enjoy the way that you're treating yourself now if you hadn't gone through the shit? You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. You need to. You need experience. Like, yeah. I was one improv teacher who was like, if you're not out there living life, then you have nothing to talk about on stage. Like, and I was like, yeah. oh, man, I've just been working. Oh, no, I need to, like, do something not that I like need to do something else, but like I need to like diversify. Yeah, yeah. be with the common my experiences. Folk. Yeah, you know, like I Seriously. need to go do things, and it was fun when I had my job and involved with like at the restaurant, and I was teaching at a summer camp, and I was I passed out fly. I did like an internship. Oh yeah, the worst uh, like the worst. Uh, yeah. temping, all of that oh, stuff. God. Like, oh god, just yeah. to the grind. And but, then I was touring, and so I was just always go, go, go. Yeah. But, but you appreciate like, that yeah. me time even more when you've Oof. Because can you imagine just, like, the the girls that are just, like, have always taken me time? They're because, bored. I They're the know. ones gossiping and but, ruining the but world. That's what we're talking about. Do they about? have TV shows about just, like, beautiful <laughs> places to lay down? <laughs> like, but that's, like, I my love dream. it. You're just like, oh, my God, if I could just lay in that <laughs> bed, I would feel amazing. I bought a new uh, bed frame, and she's coming in the mail, <gasps> and next day... Because I like slept on a hotel bed and was like, oh, this is really good. And back support. And I slept on my own mattress. I'm like, this is terrible. This has to stop. Let me throw some money at this problem. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Just throwing a little bit more money on something that's like, and when you think about how much money you spend on like drinks or like whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're like, okay, I could just like spend maybe like five more dollars and I could get like, treat my back well. (laughs) Can you imagine like. When you realize, oh, I spent like $40 at the bar because I, you know, I was just oh. drinking. Then in college, you're like, oh man, when we used to try to get five people to go in on one bottle of yes! liquor so we could drink before we go to the party it's or so, before yeah. we go to the bar, like, oh man. Yeah. Adding those fingers up, I was like, man, this is stupid as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you could yeah. drink. Man. Just- 
I mean, but that's why I say, okay, so then I feel like an asshole too because, like, I I will drink wine that is like ten dollars and like ten dollars to fifteen dollars because I think it's better and I think it's treating myself because it's better and I'm spending more money on it. But I'm like, I'm gonna get a worse hangover maybe if I drink the oh, shitty wine. Absolutely, I support that. But I feel like I an su- asshole. No, I support. It. Look, if you're gonna no, if you're gonna already go for it, you better you should get just get a little level up. Yeah, and just enjoy the taste. Thank you. A little more. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, is that just because? Well, you're not in your thirties, but you're getting close we're in our 30s and we're just trying to like you know <laughs> maybe i mean if that includes your in your me time when yeah. you, if you're getting you know oh, get, getting a pedicure and you're having the better wine a better wine well i well, mean might as well but i just you, but for the girls can. that like or and guys whatever but girls um that like have always like been pampered i mean they're still allowed to do it we should still celebrate that they're doing me time mm-hmm. right even though i want to be like you didn't work for this me time you can't put that on other people, you can't, man. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you can just accept, like, okay, you've known about this all the time. So yeah. when something, <laughs> yeah, your cool, life has you've been known me about time. since you were like a baby. But when like <laughs> shit goes down, you're gonna freak out, and you're not gonna know how to like survive. There you go. You know that like, is so think, fucking true. Yeah, yeah. Cash rules everything, but also when like the end days happen, <laughs> will you be ready? Like, I got a fridge full of frozen. Food. I got like a big bag of rice from Costco. She's ready for the apocalypse. Yeah. If like you know, there are times when there's not so many paychecks coming. I still gotta be able to eat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's a separate thing too. Just like figuring out how to live your goddamn life by like Mm -hmm. struggling through it. The fact that I got my first mus—I think my first massage when I was like 27. Yeah. That—that's why I wanted to kiss her. There you go. So, because it feels so I good. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of pent well, up I bought, what, <laughs> emotion. The first time I got a bra that Some fit me sickness. correctly, like because I Yo, was wearing the same bra oh for like such God. a long time. When I got one that fit me right, <laughs> I I was weep. I well, I wasn't weeping because I held it back, but there was there was well, like I had well here. It's amazing. <laughs> I first got like a real like fitting when I was in London because I was assuming like, oh, England is like the land of titties. Like, yeah. I just imagined. And I went and got like size, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're you're weighing the wrong size. We'll have to up the cap. Like, All right, cool. So then I would just like Cheers. bought that bra and ordered like online from that website like for years, and then realizing finding other websites that had bras that were my size and like beautiful changed my life. Yeah. And then I went to this store called Bras Galore in Chicago <laughs> and got like three amazing bras. No problem. They were like, oh, absolutely. We have your size. Bing, bing, boom. No problem. Yeah. Like going to Victoria's Secret is like a waste of God. It's a waste of time and money. You got to go to other it's places. Like, you got to no. go to other places. And you can't maybe- just go to Target and pick up a bra. That's impossible. No. And the people that say that, I'm like, good for you. But that's like, I mean, I, I have like pretty normal average size boobs, I think. I'm between you two. Way more closer to Jackie's boobs, but um, <laughs> but let's not let's not paint a picture that I have big boobs. But I mean, but because you don't. podcast, yeah. <laughs> what it I don't. said because you don't. Thank you. <laughs> you don't. Just reminder. Well, you know, honestly, I've been doing the yoga, and it's I just mean, lo- I lose them. Ah, they're never. They've never been big. They've never been big. But I'm just saying, even a good bra that fits well—that's me, me time. That's me time. Is is shopping and indulging in a goddamn bra that yeah. fits you? Um, great. So, are you an asshole for? Uh, indulging in me time fuck no absolutely not no you're not not at all i this this really i i actually 
No, no, let it. <laughs> the vocals. I'm sorry, I'm talking over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shush, Jack. Please continue, continue, Jack. Okay, well, I just hope it'll happen again. Yeah. Um, this one I actually really, I think maybe I, I tried to pretend like I was like, oh, I'm an asshole if I don't take it, but this just convinced me. This just like made me double down on having just one or two times where I just really indulge. Yes. It's so. perfectly all right. So fuck no, you're and not I an think, asshole. I think that you should like, you know, budget and think about like where, like if you're like constantly throwing I'm going, money, I'm doing a road trip. Yeah, I'm doing, yeah. I'm, I'm getting massages <laughs> at every place yeah. I visit. And you're claiming it as me time. Then like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, don't be, I'm like, getting a new car. I'm getting yeah. a new face <laughs> and it's me time. Honestly, I need it. It's me time. And they're like, well, okay, you can't pay for your rent. You also live in a tent. Like, let's figure You made out. your family be bankrupt. Right. Oh, right. I did buy a hammock and was like, this is going to be my new bed. Like, oh. No. No. <laughs> it's no. not. It's not. Why? Why did you, why? Because you were just Because like, um, you guys know Peter Kim, right? Yes, yes. He's so lovely. <laughs> Peter Kim got uh, a hammock and he was like, girl, it changed my life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I bought a hammock and I put it up in my bedroom and I like put the mattress up against the wall. I'm like, this is so stupid. Wait, why did I do <laughs> instead this? of a bed? Like I have it, so when I do have like a yard, or when I like, yes. move to yeah. California, I'll definitely thank you have a hammock. Yeah, hang it up, ready to go. But yep. like, yep, yep, yep. I mean, a hammock in my apartment in Chicago. Yeah, my son room is not open. No, I <laughs> okay. I like made ridiculed my roommate for getting a hammock, and then then I put it. Well, I we both put it out. It in the front. stretches out your back. It feels it's really good. No, I just it is don't amazing. No, have I'm, room. I support the hammock. I think you it's funny ours. to have it in in, in your, your house in Chicago. <laughs> in yeah, with no yard yeah. at all. We're looking at palm trees when we do it. So move to LA. I keep trying. She, I mean, give me a place to live and all the money. I might need a roommate soon. I'm just saying for realsies. I mean, come over. Are we okay. doing this? Oh my god. Here's what we're doing. This is oh, oh my god, this is what this whole thing was. You're gonna corner me. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a we ploy didn't even, to get you to we move. We didn't even here. record. That's yeah. <laughs> we didn't record. I wanted to say I want to get to know her so that she likes me and, and, and wants to move. And <laughs> instead, I just talked about kissing massage <laughs> mas- masseuses. Yeah, and I so was like, really creeped her out. She's like, seems cool, but like she just like. <laughs> Just forces herself on oh, people. Which, honestly, like, I will oh, stay in Chicago. She's proud of it, though. <laughs> yeah, she Ooh. is proud. Um, okay, great. Well, just what is there anything? How can we follow you? What what's going on? How can we find you? Um, you can find the, your girl Rashawn Scott on. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at at Rashawn Scott. I was recently on an episode of Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Yes, you were. I know it's such uh, a great show. Where I got to meet Lavar Burton, who oh, was the guest, and I like amazing. Died. Yeah, because you're like a Trekkie. No, I'm not a Trekkie. But I'm like a black nerd, so I'm like a blurdy, and I blurdy. like reading Rainbow. <laughs> And Roots, if this is amazing mini series oh, yeah, that was so amazing, and he was the lead character Kunta Kinte, mm-hmm. and my name on Twitter is Kunta Kentina Turner. Amazing. So it was just like yes. so amazing. And yes. he signed my library card because I'm <laughs> reading Rainbow. Like, oh, so perfect. So I like died. He's so cute and amazing. Oh, so that just happened. Um, I did this NBC uh, show called Shrink. Oh, you yeah. can catch that on um, NBC.com, like their digital platform online. Fuck yes. Um, and Empire. 
Empire, yes, I'm doing an episode of Empire this season. I believe it's episode 15, so you can catch me on there. That's exciting. Awesome. It's going to be good. Well, everyone follow her. She's amazing. She's hilarious. And um, if you follow her on Instagram, she will sing. And I, yes, I'm I had on a song that you sang on Instagram stuck in my head for like two years. It was when your brother was coming to Chicago. So if you could just give One us a hot <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're both. Oh, on. my brother's coming to Chicago. I just, yeah. yeah, when I get the, when a song touches my heart, I just have to let it, it, was so let good. it go. She, Beautiful. she just sang it out and she said, Mike Scott's coming to Chicago. You ain't ready. <laughs> for Michael in Chicago. <laughs> I will I never try time. to do I as mean, good as you. Oh, man. Ugh. When my brother comes to Chicago, it's a good time. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, God bless you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on yes, and for opening so up and having a fun conversation with us. Oh, Appreciate sure. It. And um, I should double check. I think it's season three. Oh, okay, great. Season oh, three of just, Empire. From, Empire. Just Empire. say Sorry. it's Empire uh, this Empire. season. Okay. Empire. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Uh, Follow Empire me on Instagram season. and then you'll be able to see because I'll post about it. And, Great. Uh, there we go. Love it. Okay. All right. Yay. Well, thank you, thank Sean. You. And, Yay. and keep doing your me time because it's, it's working. It's working. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it's good. perfect. All right. Yay. Bye. Hello, everyone. I just finished listening to the episode on self-care. And while I am so bummed that I couldn't make the discussion myself, the ladies did an amazing job of outlining and emphasizing how important self-care is. The ladies did a really good job of outlining how sometimes selfish we can feel for taking care of ourselves and engaging in self-care. And I think it's important to think about that when we feel selfish, a lot of times it's because of the expectations that we perceive of society and success. Um, and so a lot of self-care is also can also be about establishing boundaries and feeling comfortable with setting boundaries and learning when to say no. Because in order to prioritize ourselves, sometimes what happens is we do inevitably have to say no to other things. And when we're not used to doing that, it can feel pretty uncomfortable. Um, also, I think, as you may have noticed, self-care can look like a lot of different things. So it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It doesn't have to be anything expensive. Um, I think self-care has become this buzzword and a lot of people think, oh, meditation or deep breathing or yoga um, or have to go spend a lot of money on myself. And actually it can be in some of the most simple forms. Um, it can be cooking, hiking, even talking to people that we care about. And sometimes um, it can take some time to find out what the best self-care activities are. So there may be kind of a trial and error period as far as what works, because what works for one person doesn't work for everybody. And that's okay. Um, I think another piece too, that some people may feel is if I'm engaging in self-care, that means I'm avoiding doing something. I could be doing something more productive or better. And that really, you know, there's not a lot that's more important at the end of the day than taking care of yourself. And we all know that we've heard you can't 
love somebody until you love yourself. Well, you can't really take care of others and take care of things until you take care of yourself. So as cheesy that may sound, it really is true. But there are some ways that we can know the difference between, okay, am I engaging in self-care or am I practicing avoidance? Because we don't want self-care to turn into avoidance. So there's some fundamental differences. Self-care is intentional. It's healthy. So it feeds our physical health and or our emotional health. And the goal of it is in service of self-betterment. So it's bettering ourselves and not with the goal of making others happy. So just something stupid. If I like to cook, self-care would be me cooking no matter who's going to eat it. So I'm not cooking for others. I'm cooking just for the joy of cooking. And if people eat it, maybe that's an extra bonus. But I'm not cooking with the intent of pleasing others. I'm cooking with the intent of making something that's enjoyable to me. Um, so something that might not be self-care is, well, I'm, I'm making this because I have to have a dinner or I'm making this because it's a friend's birthday and, you know, I need to do this to be kind to them. Avoidance is an act of choice to do something in service of not doing something else. And that's going to feel like procrastination. And, you know, we talked about how at the beginning self-care can feel selfish and that can kind of create some anxiety at first. But again, if we keep in mind that we are doing this for the betterment of um, ourselves and ultimately making us more productive, we will get used to it. Whereas avoidance, we're going to chronically feel anxious when we're doing something. Um, it's usually going to be prolonged and it's it's usually also going to kind of, we're going to notice a pattern that, hey, I don't, I'm not intentional about it. I'm tending to engage in these behaviors as a result of not wanting to do something else, as opposed to, as I mentioned before, self-care is an intentional time that you set aside to take care of yourself. Um, and lastly, along with self-care comes the idea that our daily life activity should be balanced. It's important to remember that we need to incorporate ample parts of jo enjoyable activities to our daily lives, as well as ample parts of activity that might be less enjoyable but necessary. And having either one of those out of balance is going to, um, it, it can lead to anxiety and depression. So if we have too much really of pleasure, that's going to mean that we're letting some things go. And that's where kind of like pleasure in expense of other things uh, is not going to be healthy. But at the same time, if we're only doing things that we have to do and we're not getting enjoyment from that, we're not taking enough care of ourselves, and that's going to cause problems too. So again, sorry I couldn't be there, and um, I think the ladies did a great job and really uh, couldn't agree more. You're definitely not an asshole if you engage in self-care. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Am, Am I an Asshole? <laughs> the one about <laughs> indulging in me time. Yep. Thank you so much to Rashawn Scott. What a dream. What a dream. Follow her at Rashawn Scott. I think it's she said it was Rashawn Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just everywhere. At and if, it, now. Yeah. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. Subscribe yeah. to our Instagram and uh, subscribe to iTunes and give us some five-star ratings. It yeah. really helps us out. Please do. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.